Hi folks, it's Tom here. Before we get started, I just want to let you know that today's episode features a very special guest. And in order to get the special guest on the show, we had to travel to their location and improvise our audio setup a little bit with a kind of a three mic rig. Um, It's not something we normally do, and as a result, the sound quality isn't the most outstanding that it could be. But we still think it's good enough for the episode, and um, we just want to let you know in advance that it might be a little bit echoey or patchy in a few spots. And uh, you know what? It's a free podcast. That's life. Uh, but we hope you enjoy it anyway, and uh, jump on the socials and tell us what you what you think. And you know what? Also tell us what your favorite Balfour's product is, because oh my gosh, do they have an outstanding product range. Let's do it. This is the story of Balfour's. If you want heaps good history, a little touch of mystery, with lots of hilarity, it's Adderall. Welcome to Adderall, the heaps good history podcast where we explore stories from South Australia's unique and often hilarious history. Yes, we do. My name is Dan. I'm a born and bred South Australian. And every episode, I tell a story to my mate, Tom. That's me. About a piece of South Australian history. Now, this could be a person, a place, a thing, or an event. Here's the thing. Tom usually doesn't know what I'm going to bring to the table. Normally, I have no idea. But tonight, you do know what we're going to be talking about. I do. I have a bit of a hint about what's going to happen tonight. Yes. Because we've done a bit of wrangling tonight, and we have a very special guest with us. Yeah, only our... Third special guest. On, Third special guest. So we've had your Adela. sister. We had like, sister. We had Mr. Reg. We Spears. had Mr. Reg Spears, <laughs> of course, and someone who was at that show was my grandfather, who I call Papa, Mr. Jim Miller. How are you, mate? I'm good, thanks. Good, good. good Thank to you. Have you Jim. Yeah, so good. And the reason we have Jim Miller is because tonight's episode is about Balfours. Brilliant. Who doesn't love a bit of Balfours? You've got your your cakes. Your pies. Your frog cakes. Your frog cakes, which we'll be talking about tonight. Oh, yeah. You've got your pasties. You made all these things, Jim? Oh, yes. I've been involved in all of them. Yep. He yep. started work there in, what, 1968? 1968, yeah. Yep. Fantastic. This makes me yeah. want to... I really feel like eating a donut right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> working on. a donut stew. I didn't make the holes in them, though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh look at the old Sly Jim cracking Sly Classic. already. So I normally call already, him... Pop- already much funnier than we've ever been in any of these episodes. <laughs> it's where I get all my humour from. Oh, so, yeah, I can see that. Um, uh, look, yeah, Jim's my grandfather. I'm going to call you Jim tonight. Sorry, Papa. But um, <laughs> look, let's take it away. And let's get started with beer of the episode. Yeah, beer of the episode. You've brought something to the table, which is a little different. A little bit different, yeah. So we'll uh, stick a photo up on the Insta so that people can see. Mm. But um, tonight... We're actually having a beer that's not South Australian at all. It's Carlton Draft. But this year, uh, it looks like Carlton have got the contract. Uh, Carlton Draft have got the contract for the AFL's beers. So if you want to get like a branded beer that's got your team logo on it, or your team colours on it, you've got to get Carlton Draft. It used to be West End used to do. Yeah, that's like right. A, um, a port, a port beer, and a, and a crow's beer, and stuff yep. like that in the in the colours. They've obviously lost that contract, but now you've got to drink a Victorian beer, which is unfortunate. But um, I I got this this week because it's the crows branded Carlton Draft. Yeah, the crows because the crows won the showdown oh, in controversial fashion. Yeah, as well. yeah, it, it definitely that ball definitely hit the post. No, 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 mate, miles from it. What do you? We'll go to Jim here. What do you reckon? Did it hit the post or not? No, no way. No, uh, see, Jim okay, knows. No. I sense a bit of bias in the room. <laughs> uh, you were saying before, Dan, before we got started, two of the best showdowns you've ever seen. Absolutely, the best this year. The two showdowns. I love footy and I love Port versus Crows as I always have. Yep. I've watched every showdown, minute to minute, um, siren to siren, best two showdowns I've ever seen. And mm. I went to both of them, watched them both live. So That's I was pretty I got, got tickets to the first one because I have port members and I got a mm. ticket to the one on uh, on Saturday because I had a mate that had a seat in the members, the Adelaide Oval members oh. spot because his parents were on holiday. So Brilliant. he got me in for uh, for free. I had well, to buy look, him a beer, yeah, but you know. Fair enough. Yeah, look, <laughs> well, look, the Crows season is essentially over anyway, but you know, I'm glad we can at least get one off on Port Adelaide. Yeah, so. and I just hope we don't drop out of the eight now with the... the Three games we've got left. We've got, got Collingwood, we've got West Coast, and I think oh, I can't remember who we've got, but we, it's going to be a tough road to finish. So yeah, let's yeah. just try to stay in the eight. Best Poor. of luck to you. But anyway, let's crack. These, <laughs> you don't mean. Let's that. no, not at all. Let's crack these Carlton draft. <laughs> yeah, Carlton draft. And we're, not, and we're not going to give them tasting notes because nah. uh, they nicked the Grand Prix. Go the Crows. I actually quite like it. That's all right. But anyway, I do too. It's good beer. Let's get stuck into Balfour's, shall yes, we? Let's do let's it. Let's discuss Dan, this. you're wearing a Balfour's hat already. I'm wearing a Balfour's hat. Jim's hooked me up with the 
pimpest looking Balfour's Bit of Balfour's merch. It's, a, it's almost like vintage streetwear kind of stuff. It is, it's, actually, yeah. It's flat peak. It's, it's just Yeah, take dope. a picture of that. Send it to shit out of Labor. Yeah, might actually get oh, some, mate, uh, actually, some, pub, some publicity on that. And uh, Jim worked, like we said, at Balfour's. But I'm just going to do a brief history about the start of Balfour's. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get up to the, the sort of late 60s. Jim's going to take over. He's going to tell us some yeah, cool, stories. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, and then uh, from there, we'll just and then see I can how tell you about my first encounter with a frog cake. Really? Yeah, sure. That sounds exciting. Yep. Um, big thanks to Dave Walsh on this episode. I stole quite a few of his uh, storylines from his weekend notes story. He's a big fan, big fan of the show. Really supportive of us. So good on you, mate. So thank you very much. Good now, on you, Walshy. Balfour's, for anyone who doesn't know, is a South Australian bakery which produces pies, pasties, and cakes for sales in South Australia, Victoria, and New South Wales. Oh yeah, no Queensland. Uh, no, not Queensland or um, uh, the other you know loser states. Yeah, they're, they're very very progressive in Queensland. I think it's they're, they're probably on the anti sugar thing, you know, because they're quite, they're very progressive. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's um, the that's the country that's the uh, state you find very progressive. Yeah, definitely, definitely, very strict gun laws <laughs> and very open minded towards uh, minorities. Yeah, but Bob Catter, I think he's leading the change yeah. of the um you know the leftist yeah. movement. Yeah, big time. Um, but anyway, the origins of Balfour's can be traced back to 1853. So we're going wow. back a fair way. So pretty much just uh, less than 20 years after the establishment of the colony. Yeah, uh, when the Calder family immigrated to Adelaide from Edinburgh. Can I get an Edinburgh accent, please? Uh, Edinburgh. Uh, with Edinburgh, <laughs> they sort of roll the R's a little bit more. How do you, uh, is can, that, is that, is is that, that right? So. Jim's, from, Jim, Jim's now going to tell I'm me from that. Dundee. Jim's right. from Dundee. Yeah. So shout out to all our Dundee <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, Jim's from Dundee. My there family's a... from Fife, so. Oh, it's across yeah. the water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very close. Oh, yeah. Jim's just giving the dirtiest look to Tom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to beat the shit out of this Fife bastard. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, so um, is there a difference between Dundee and Edinburgh accents? Every town and village in Scotland's got a different accent. Yeah, and you yeah. C- you could you could pick it. Yep, yep. You absolutely. can have Forfar, Kerrymuir, yeah. Brechin. Yeah, and uh, they're all different accents. That's right, because Dundee yeah. says seven. Very, they say seven, isn't it? Seven. Yeah. Oh, is that how you say? Oh, it? Okay. <laughs> that's a slang. Is what you said? Seven. Yeah, yeah. that's a Dundonian <laughs> accent. I think it's a weird one. I got a question. When this family left Scotland, um, obviously they were the, the the colder family. When they when they came to South Australia, did they become the warmer family. <laughs> very good. Uh, trip thought, to the I southern family. So no, James Calder and his wife Margaret, whose uh, maiden name was Balfour. Maggie. Maggie Balfour quickly established themselves as the state's premier bakers and confectioners. Uh, in the early months of that year, they established a small bakery at. 130 Rundle Street, Adelaide. When do they punch on with the Villies people? Oh, don't worry, that comes later. That comes later? Does the rivalry kick off? Did you have any turf wars with Villies? No, not In my uh, head, it's like. In uh, the early uh, days, it was uh, Badenoch. 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 It was called, you know. Oh. Those bastards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> people. Yeah. I, I like to imagine that it's a Balfour's versus uh, Villies in like a West Side Story kind of <laughs> setup, like people dancing in the street and throwing <laughs> throwing cakes at each other, try and kind of you know turf war, turf war it out, pasty in the eye, pasty <laughs> in the face, yeah. But look, Balfour's established themselves early and quickly became a household name. In 1867, when the Duke of Edinburgh visited South Australia, of course he did. We've done an episode oh, on this have, one. We yeah, have Edward Turner Osbaldiston. Well, yeah, we have. Episode. Yeah. Hang on, wasn't that uh, Prince Alfred? Uh, yeah, Prince Alfred, the Duke of Edinburgh. Oh, okay, yep. Prince Alfred uh, was the Duke of Edinburgh. Okay, of yep. course. So of course when he was, visited yes. South Australia, which was one of our biggest events. Exactly, and, and Prince Alfred College. So what they an got event. Their name. What yeah. an event it was. Mm. Um, he, James Calder and Balfour's was made the official biscuit maker for the royal visit. Wow. So that was like, for you know, before Telly was around, that was it in a bit. Did they give him a frog cake? Uh, no, that didn't come till the 20s. And okay. we'll, get, we'll get into that in a bit. Um, so with business booming, like they've done the Royal royal Tour now, and biz, everyone wants a piece of this, Balfour's Oh, yeah. Gear. I, I, everyone wants it in even and now. around their mouth. Even That's now. It. That's right. Um, uh, the Calders took over the Steam Biscuit Factory on Twin Street, and then they opened another shop at 43. How do you steam a biscuit? I don't know. How do you steam? Can you steam biscuits? Steam. Yeah. I'm not sure. About it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Not Jim's sure. a Jim's a baker by trade, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It seems seems like a strange approach to making biscuits to steam them. It might have been a surname. I'm not entirely mm. sure. The only mm. steam we use is when we proof stuff. What you know, like yeah. yeast. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So oh, maybe that's some part of the process. Yeah. So in 1876, yeah. uh, I got an article from the South Australian Register. 
Uh, quote, Mr. Calder has made quite the name for himself for his excellent wedding, pound, current, sponge, seed, tea, and other cakes. That's a lot of cakes. Every kind of cake. Every kind of yeah, cake. Yeah. Mm. He's, uh, what you could say is he's committed to cakes. <laughs> That's a good old big train reference there. Yeah, there we go. There uh, there too go. many cooks. Uh, the demand for the colonial made biscuits and cakes is now so brisk that the proprietor finds great difficulty in keeping his customers supplied. Wow. Okay, so it's a bit like a Thomas Cooper scenario where people were turning up with with wheelbarrows and just filling them with cakes. Just give us what you got. Yeah. Uh, By then, he employs five men and four apprentices, which is as many as he can fit in his current premises. So, established baker gets here really quickly, gets in early. Main baker... Gets the golden ticket, which is the royal tour. Oh, yeah. Just going in a bit for the, for the old Scotsman. Yep. Flying Scotsman, they yep. should call him. Brilliant. However, tragedy soon struck. Oh, him. here we go. There's always a turn in these stories, Jim. Here we <laughs> go. Something always happens. Right. 14 dead children, all, all named Dan. <laughs> Not quite. James Calder was diagnosed with cataracts in both eyes in 1880. Oh, I see what you did there. What? He wouldn't, but I see. <laughs> So he starts freaking out. He's like, well, I'm going to go blind soon. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to be able to manage the company. Um, So he arranged for his nephew, John Balfour, to become a partner. I was going to say, it's pretty difficult to bake effectively if you can't see... I'm you, sure you, you don't want to touch hot things if you're seriously visually impaired, that's right? That's right. I've, I'm pretty sure I've seen Jim get blind and uh, bake a few things. Is that right, Jim? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think it's yeah. got to resent. Blame drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> so the company is now operating as Calder and Balfour. Okay. So, um, so uh, he's like, well, I've passed on all this you know, knowledge to my nephew. He's now going to take over the company. However, James Calder gets a second opinion on his eyes and it turns out he didn't have cataracts at all and right. he just needed a different type of glasses. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's where we get the term, should have gone spec savers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've beaten me too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but however, James Calder did die on the 1st of October, 1889. Oh, okay. from, uh, from cataracts. It was, <laughs> it was actually it was misdiagnosed by the second opinion. I think in 1889, if you lived to 71, that's a pretty old age back in the 1800s. So yeah. I think it would have just been old age. Yeah, that, that's solid. That's solid. But Balfour's continued to nobody, run. Nobody with a name like Anne would ever get that far. <laughs> James Calder was... Uh, so, but anyway, he's dead. In 1914, the bakery is in full swing and Balfour's decided to shift their focus to kind of cake shops, cafes, and tea rooms. Wow, okay. Which are kind of like little, um, like posh little... Yeah, I know what a tea room is. You know what a tea room is? I didn't really know. I had to look it up. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what a tea room is? Yeah. yeah. Did they have them for a while? Had them in Randall Mall. Yeah. Yeah. So that it was a special uh, place to go, you know. Yeah. So you'd yeah. kind of dress up, mm-hmm. go high for tea. a pie. You go for high yeah. tea and they, they serve everything tea. in yeah. nice china. and yeah. yeah, That's right. Yeah, yeah they love it. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like... There's still places like that. There's a place in the hills. I forget the name of it, but my wife went there for... Um, I think it was for a, a hen's day. And they did, um, they do like a high tea. So you go there and they serve everything on like bone china and you get like mm. little cakes and little samples and stuff like that. People yeah. used to love that back then. Yeah, the day. I think it's almost kind of like the original kind of hipster bar. Oh, yeah. Like it, oh, yeah. It was a small and boutique and people would go there and get yeah. their tea and coffee and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but of course, they also had the pie cart as well. Outstanding. Mm. Which was, um, we, we've done an episode on the pie floater and the pie cart already. If you haven't listened. Gibson a go, hashtag. Gibson a go. Uh, go. Go have a listen to the old uh, pie cart episode. Still rocking the hashtag Gibson a go um, on, on all our socials. Well, hoping, hoping to get people to Gibson a go. Well, I saw some, Gibbs are starting to promote a bit more. Oh, yeah. I'm noticing it a lot more. And I'm not saying we were the ones responsible well, for their resurgence. but I'm not saying we're not. Big coincidence. You know? Big coincidence. Yeah. However, so Balfour's is eaten a bit at this point in the in the early 1900s. Where do they go from here, Tom? Only way is up. Enter the frog cake. Oh, here we go. Whew. The frog cake. Now, I'm not going to go a hole into the, the frog cake. If you want uh, some background on the frog, frog cake, listen to our good friends. I had the peanut podcast. They yeah. do a whole episode on it. Um, but here's how it came about. I got you a little frog cake hat, Dan, didn't I? You did get me a frog cake hat. And I haven't showed Jim that hat yet. It's... um. It's by uh, KCC Illustration. Yeah. She does yep. great work. Fantastic and it's, a, it's baked in Adelaide and it's a picture of a frog cake and he has a little uh, marijuana joint uh, sticking out his mouth yeah. and it says baked in Adelaide. I thought Dan would appreciate that that joke. Um, <laughs> not, for no particular reason. <laughs> 
those days are behind me, mate. I sure, don't eat, don't sure. eat frog cakes anymore. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't touch the green, the green frog cakes. Yeah, that's it. Um, anyway, having travelled to France in the early 1920s, Gordon Balfour, who was the nephew of John Balfour, yep. who was the guy who took over because the original guy thought he was going to go blind. Yep, got it, got it. Um, Had so, he, and he, he, he'd already died at this point. Gone beyond just being blind. The original. Yeah, he's yeah. he's blind and he, dead. He's blind and dead. Yeah, so he's he, definitely he's, he is a shit maker. <laughs> there's no there's no there's no third opinion b- being brought in. Here. The third opinion was the Undertaker. He's like, right? oh, you just need new glasses again. He's yeah. like, oh, there we go. <laughs> Wasn't dead at all. <laughs> um. So anyway, he went to France and found inspiration for the frog cake in European confectionery. Wow, that's so kind kinda, of xenophobic, kind of racist. Mm, yeah, yeah. But mm. anyway, you know. That's what our great state is built on. Yeah, well, that's it's, right. That's is, right. Is, is racism so, and xenophobia. And it's not having a go at the French by calling it a frog cake. It does look like a little frog. It's an actual frog. Yeah. Yeah. So the frog cake was uh, introduced by Balfour's in 1922. Uh, this is when those tea rooms were really popular. So this was like a nice little cake. If a mum brought her kids in, like the kids would have a frog cake and it'd be yeah. a special treat kind of thing. Oh, yeah. You could probably split one between three kids. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not big, but they are powerful. Oh, they're very powerful. Have you ever made a frog cake, Jim? Yep. I yeah. made them at home here. Yeah, he makes them at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah, awesome. took oh. them, yeah, took them into... The bowling club, yeah. There you go. Homemade <laughs> black market frog cakes, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> Under the table. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got a story about the frog cakes. Do you? Yeah. Go on, share it. Um, so, as you know, I uh, when I first moved to South Australia, I worked in a petrol station. I've talked a little bit about mm-hmm. that. About uh, Actually, petrol station quite near here. Very close at, to here. We're at Jim's house, by the way. So um, Yeah, we're, at, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're on, on this side of town, on the northern the northern side of town. Wow, northeast. Northeast, all right then. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so I when I was a kid, I didn't used to be able to eat Mars bars because it would make the back of my throat hurt. Like I couldn't eat a whole Mars bar, mm-hmm. so whenever I had Mars bar, like my my mum, you meant to chew them first, Tom. You, I, no, <laughs> as in the the, the the amount of sugar in a Mars bar was too much for my ten year old self. Yeah, and it would make the back of my throat like burn. Mm-hmm. So um, I would only ever get little fun size Mars bars, and I would never have a, have more than that. And then as I became, when I became a teenager, I you know stopped being soft. You started experimenting. I, I, yeah. yeah, started experimenting with uh, with sugar, uh, and became able to eat. A Mars bar, and I fig- you know, figured I'd got past that point. I'd, I'd built up enough of a tolerance with sugar that I could consume a Mars bar without having you know burning sensation in the back of my throat. And I'd kind of forgotten about that experience until I ate a frog cake. Oh my god! And um, <laughs> so working at this petrol station. So you'd never had one before. Never so had you one didn't before. realize this it is was... 2004. You didn't realize it was 90% sugar. Oh yeah, I was like, what is this? What is that? What is this frog <laughs> cake? Sweet. Thing? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, ate one and um, immediately like very very unwell, uh, <laughs> like churning stomach. Uh, you know all the symptoms that go along with uh, you know an irritable bowel attack and uh, just <laughs> and uh, just a burning. Uh, like refluxy pain in the back of my throat and I was like wow this is like when I was a kid trying to get through a whole you know, full size Mars bar I thought I'd gotten past this and it, it turns out that the, the, the amount of sugar in a frog cake is enough to uh, take me back to not just childhood trauma but um, yeah, type 2 diabetes type, as two well. di- type 2 diabetes <laughs> as well yeah so yeah. Um, they are insanely sugary. They are, but I love them so much. I, I can't can eat, a, eat I can't, a whole. Yeah, you can't, can't eat, eat a whole one. Yeah, that, and that's that was my mistake. I just put the whole thing in my mouth and was like, yeah, scoffed it. Rookie mistake. How yeah. much? How much sugar is in a frog cake? As you say, probably about ninety percent. Yeah, you got you've got the fondant on top, and you've got the cream. Yep. And you've got the and there's sugar in the cream too, right? It's not just like sugar and everything. Yeah, okay, the yeah. Genoese cake and also the apricot jam. Yeah, that's right. Because wow. yeah. there's only a little bit of sponge in the middle. Because yeah. you look at it, it's about yeah. that big. But there's sugar in the sponge too. So it's there's not like sugar. Yeah. It's just oh, yeah. sugar. How do they make the little eyes? Is that fondant as well? The little little eyes on the frog cake? Yeah, that's got that's fondant as okay. well, okay. and uh, that's got sugar in it too. Right. Okay. I always wondered if they were like like they'd got a hundreds and thousands, like a black hundreds and thousands and cut it in half or something. Mm-hmm. I always wondered how they made the eyes, but I'm guessing no. it's just a little no. patch of... How they're made, like, is uh, when they're iced, they've got to be cut. With a hot knife? With a, a wet knife. A wet knife. Wet right. knife. Okay. Right. And, and that's the, what then you open the mouth in. a little bit, you know, and you mm-hmm. must do it before the fondant sets. Right. Yes, or uh, a six-year knife. Oh right, oh. and then it all cracks. And then yeah. you, do you put the cream into the mouth, or is it, or is it already no, the, the cream's cr- already in there? And you put the, the cream. It's a special cream, you know that uh, 
holds up uh, it's called Dobbin cream okay are we allowed yeah. to discuss the uh, the yeah <laughs> I've, got <all> re- <laughs> I've got all the recipes you know? Jim's got all the recipes he's got to <laughs> you know, we'll upload re- them onto our site Sit- yeah a situation where <laughs> send Balfour's out of I, business I remember I used to work at a famous steak restaurant and um, that's right ended up having a conversation with a customer about how we made the steak taste the way the steak did and um, the manager got really mad at me because it was like he's like that's a secret recipe you know it's like people think Fuck it's like off, mate. Co- steak yeah I know it's like Coca-Cola like you know how they have the secret recipe yeah. they've never revealed it over the course of you know mm. 200 years or whatever it is mm. okay alright so it's okay. the, 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 the secret knowledge of Balfour's Cakes is uh, it's okay to share a little bit of it right that's right and I think Jim's going to share a bit more with us awesome. tonight we'll just get through this frog cake bit look it quickly became the Balfour's mascot and it still is to this day mm. um, I've got a good friend in marketing who was actually doing marketing for Balfour's and he got to wear the frog cake mascot that's which brilliant. is just insane so good um, originally only sold in South Australia, but now is also sold in Victoria, New South Wales, and Queensland, progressive state. There we go. Excellent. On your Queensland. Uh, the original frog cakes were green in colour. Then, obviously, introduced was the brown colour, which was chocolate. chocolate. Yep. And pink. it used to be a pink one as well. There still is, still is a still pink, a pink one. one. Still yeah. a pink one. And what, uh, what flavour is pink one? Strawberry? Strawberry, or? I assume. Oh, right, gotcha. Um, for special occasions, they've released like snowman ones and Father Christmas. And they've also released them in the colours of Port the... Port and Crows. Port and Crows. The, yes. the footy clubs yeah, as well. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, look, they've long been regarded as a South Australian icon. Yeah. The frog cakes. Kind of like us, Dan. Oh, absolutely. 2018 emerging historians, historians of, the of the year. And um, have times been used to like help promote the state. Uh, kind of like it, us. <laughs> in 2001, it was one of the first items to be selected as a South Australian icon by the National Trust of South Australia. That's awesome. Uh, adding the frog cake to the National Heritage listing as a movable asset. That's great. Now... People started to intimidate the frog cake, though. They're like, well, you know, this is good. We can get a slice of this. Yeah. Uh, so Balfour's registered both the name and shape of the product in 2001. Cool. Like I said, for more Heaps Good information, listen to another Heaps Good podcast. I had the Peanut Podcast on their episode of the pod, uh, Frog Cake. Yep. Um, but anyway, that brings us up to like the uh, late 1960s. Right. When Balfour's uh, is looking for some great employees, enter... Mr. Jim Miller. Oh. <laughs> How did you get a job at Balfour's, Papa? Oh, I just, uh, when I arrived here in 1968, you know, I uh, had to get a job. So I went to Balfour's and put so my name in, had an interview. Jim, you're saying you weren't born here in South Australia? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Couldn't tell by his accent. <laughs> no. I think it was 26 when I came here, you know. Yeah. So... Yes. It's not like it works now where you have to go through a whole process. You, you just went in there, you say, yeah. I, I can bake. I had you, to get a job. You're, you're, you're a baker in Scotland? Yeah. Yeah. So you went yeah. into Balfour's and said, I can bake. And they said, what, we'll take your name and call you call you back? That's right. Then I moved from the hostel where I was staying yeah. at Pennington and uh, I got a job at a place called Lovells. Lovells? Yeah, that's a bread place in Leader Street. Okay. Just mm-hmm. behind the showgrounds. Yep. So I had to get a house, so I had to move overnight into, uh, what do you call it, uh, a rented place. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is across from Centennial Hall, Goodwood. Yep, yep. And uh, anyway, I stayed there for six weeks and went back to Balfour's. And, uh, mm. But Bal- said, Balfour's couldn't find you? No, they that? sent for me, but I hadn't left my address. <laughs> so I... Yeah. Uh, so. So anyway, I went back and they said, we're looking for you. So they gave me a job right away. And uh, so I started as a baker there. And uh, So you started as a baker. Mm. Did, so, you go, did you go back in outraged that they hadn't made contact with you? And you were like in there going, look, I came in here for a job interview. I talked to you guys. You seemed really keen. You never called me. What's, what's happening? And no, like, I didn't leave an address. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> no idea where you were. Jim's like, oh, I've been checking my emails every day. It was really good oh, idea for a cake. They didn't have emails in those days. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've been checking the telegraph every day. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even have a telephone. No. So, so they literally came knocking for you. They knocked at the hostel. They're like, hey, we're here for Jim Miller. He's got a job with us and you just weren't there. And that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I worked there and uh, then I started and... Uh, Tell us your stories, Jim. Oh. I just say Miller is a great name for a baker as well. Miller, yeah. yeah oh, it's great. With an AR as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us your stories. Jim's got a little handwritten note here. Oh, I've got a few things, you know, and I started in... Uh, the decorating room, you know, where we made the Kitchener buns. You probably had of them. Oh, uh, yes. we all? Yeah, and yes. the donuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so they, do they already have the chocolate 
the donuts with the chocolate on top? Like, was that is that oh yes, been had the, thing? Yeah, yeah, they had okay. all that done. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and uh, so good. But I went in early and uh, doing the Kitchener buns. And uh, anyway, there one day I was in early, mm. and uh, Mr. Balfour used to walk through the factory. Okay. Just any time, you know. The big boss. Dressed as a frog cake? Or? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, he, Mr. Balfour was bald. Okay. He was about nearly seven foot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, he was. I should... And he looked it. Yeah. And he was right. tall and thin, you know. Scary He'd been six foot six, I would say. Yeah. And uh, so he walked through and he didn't say much, you know. But he was walking past this Kitchener's pans and he seen this piece of string sticking out so he took string and he just edged it up and on the end of the string was a a big fish <laughs> well like a real one <laughs> a fish yeah some of the apprentices were uh were gone fishing and uh before uh <laughs> <laughs> they started frying their uh i didn't, didn't realize compilati's worked at, uh, <laughs> oh the <laughs> yeah, before they started frying their kitcheners uh they used to do chips and fish. <laughs> <laughs> they they change the oil before they put the... Probably not. Probably not. The right. apprentices, no. they were just having a laugh. So the blokes would go out, catch some fish. Anyway, Mr. Balfour pulled this string up and he looked at this fish and he let it go back down into the hot fat again and says, good catch. <laughs> good on him and he walked on you know and didn't say any more you know that's brilliant and that, that was in 1968 68 this yeah, was yeah you could get away with that he was a bit of a I think he was a bit of a a boy himself like because he used to ride around the factory in a motorbike you're right. kidding that's you know awesome. from one end to the other yeah, then. yeah. Was this I like, didn't know was, that then yeah. That was before I came. Yeah. He used to do that, you know. <laughs> Balfour's was sick, just pulling yeah. monos in the... Yeah, it sounds to me like the uh, recycling depot where you were. Oh, my God, it so much shenanigans. Like just a loose shenanigans. Just imagine working in a bakery and, like, the big boss is just hooting around on, on a motorbike. Motor yeah. <laughs> and, and, and just letting you fry right. fish in the, in the fire. Yeah. Oh, that's a bloody good fish. Yes, and there was another time when... Here we go, Jim's on a roll now. He was... Mr. Balfour was uh, walking through the factory and this chap, he just started work, you know, and he was pushing a rack and he shouted ahead of him, get out of the way, Baldy. Oh, no. <laughs> Mr. Balfour. Oh, no. Yep. Anyway, he wasn't there the following day. <laughs> I don't know what happened He'd to been, him. He was liquidated. <laughs> he, was yeah. just, he was put in the deep fat fryer. Just yeah. like uh, trailed along yeah. the back of the motorbike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was, was He was quite a character. A fellow. He was well known in uh, Adelaide. I think his name was Des Lines or something. But anyway. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did he realise that he was yelling at the boss? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, God. Imagine doing that, being a new guy mm. and just giving shit to the big boss. And yeah. Like, oh, I, bet it, I bet it's happened in a few places and a few occasions where people have just not realised who they're talking to. Yeah, that's right. And they've absolutely said the wrong thing. But, you know, that yeah. just goes to that's show. Life. Yeah. That's life. Mr. Balfour sounds like a dude. Just like <laughs> let, 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 just letting the place run I just loose. I love the fact that the guy's just not there the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Gone. Oh, he's with the fishes now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's swimming with the fishes now. Yeah, he's... good catch. Yes. What else you got for us, Jim? Oh, uh, anyway, I don't know if I uh, go down the line, but uh, nah, you can you can say whatever you want here. Yeah, that's yeah. Right, you can. There's no limits. Right. Uh, anyway, like, I killed a guy. <laughs> I killed the guy anyway, for Mister Balfour's. That's how I know he was gone the next this day. This was in my first year at Balfour's. You know, I may as well go about the start. You okay. Know. And uh, after, this was getting near Christmas now. Okay. And they decided to go round to the Cumberland, which is on the corner. Yeah, right near the Cumberland. So this is when Balfour's was just at, is this still at? Miller Street. Miller Street. Miller Street and uh, Franklin Street. Yep. They took the block up. So right in the city there. Yeah. Yep. Near the Cumberland. Which is now in flats. Yeah. The buildings. So where's Balfour's now operating? Dudley Park? Dudley Park. Is it Dudley Park now? Down that way, yes. Yeah, yeah. They've gone to the bigger factory space they've gotten out of the city, which kind of makes sense, I suppose. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah. So so you're going for drinks at the Cumbie afterwards? Yes, and uh, I didn't have a car then. I just had a push bike, you know. Okay. And uh, so we had a few too many, been Christmas and that. Oh, yeah. So I wasn't able to. I'm not surprised. I wasn't able to. It's okay. 
take my bush bike home to Mitcham, where it stayed like, you okay. know, that area. Jim's like the original hipster. So like. Carl, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Carl that's Zill, you know, Carl Zill, he was one of the supervisors here. He says, I'll take you home in the car, you know. All right. Thanks, Carl. Well, anyway, Carl had, I put my bike in the back of the car. Had Carl had a couple, though, as well? Oh, he had more than me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so Jim couldn't ride a bike, but he, 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 but he Carl's, but Carl's could like, drive a Carl's car. Drive he a didn't car. have breathalyzers then. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, that's that's fine. Say, what, what year was this? This is still... Nine, is this is still 68. 68, yeah. Oh, yes. It absolutely could get yeah, away. getting up this. to Christmas now. And yeah. uh, anyway, we got to just about the Vogue Theatre. And we had a crash. Mm-hmm. The bike fell out the back of the car. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we decided we better put it back in. Yeah. And anyway, we eventually got it in. We are staggering. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I had only 100 yards to go home. Yeah. <laughs> so, but walked. you still put it in the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that so, was, so uh, how many frog cakes had you actually had done that day? So uh, the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sugar high for you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, you told me a story once, and I always remember this story because you told me it was about 10 years ago and I was only a teenager. Impressionable. Yeah, but some investors came in one day or some Japanese investors or something. And they said, Jim, you take him out to lunch. Oh, yes. That was one of the uh, salespeople. uh, I think it was uh, margarine people, you know. Okay, so they were like a client or something. Yeah, that's right. So so uh, David Walker was... uh, CEO at the time, you know, yep. Mr. Balfour had passed on. Yeah. And he says, take him a lunch. <laughs> and anyway, I had the Balfour's Diners card okay. with me. And, uh, oh, spend big, Jim. So I says, yeah. uh, we only take him. So anyway, I said, oh. Cafe de Villas? No. So <laughs> I just walked about 50 yards and I came to a, a restaurant. It was called Cobbs. Cobbs. Right. Yeah. Sounds so, fine. So yeah. we went in they there. They sold nothing but cob loaves. <laughs> yes, it used to be a church. Oh, okay. Anyway, we went in there, you know, and uh, we got in and... Take a seat. This lady came up to us with no clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> it was and a that's top, how you secured the biggest investment. Restaurant, but I didn't know that. So <laughs> he says he doesn't know. And it was called Honestly, cobs. Honestly, I didn't know. Yeah. And... I said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know it was one of those places. <laughs> so anyway, the chap says, where are we sitting? <laughs> and it so, was cool. uh, and what, so what was the address of this place? Just just, just asking for a friend. Uh, it was, it's in Light Square. I don't know if it's still there now or not. But uh, uh, They'd be saggy by now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same yeah. women working there. Yeah, possibly. Yes, anyway. So the, so the blokes were all right with it? Yeah, that was all right. Uh, and, and you secured a, a big deal. You got a big for deal. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Went well, yes. They, they ring up the CEO and they're like, uh, Mr. Walker. Uh, no, he, he did come back every month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I have lunch with Jim again? Oh, yeah. 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 I, only, I, I only want to do business with Jim, nobody else. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I can go on with uh, oh, that's, that's you know, such a good story. Going, yeah. back, going back to Mr. Balfour, you know. Yeah. One day he was just walking up to the decorating room. There were, Stairs then, you know, they're wooden stairs then. Now they would have to be metal. Mm. But anyway, and just as you got to the top, uh, there were a couple of apprentices flicking icing on pallet knives at each other, and Mr. Balfour clicked one right on his oh, shit. forehead. Classic, classic apprentices. Yeah. yeah. Such yeah. an apprentice move. Anyway, they're still the other apprentices who were. They're still oh, there? They they yeah, they went <laughs> on the job. That's what, killed, that's what killed Mr. Balfour. He, he went blind, and he's like, well, I, I can't work anymore. <laughs> no, I was going to say, they did better than the guy that yelled bull yeah. as he was coming down, down the corridor. That's mm. it. Uh, yeah, it's a lot... Uh, you can flick things at his bald head. You just can't make comments about it. And that's, uh, you can keep your job if he gets icing on him. You just can't say anything <laughs> yeah. about his, his appearance. Okay. Yeah. I, Look, now we know the rules. We, <laughs> we know the rules of Mr. Balfour. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, the, a lot of couples got together in Balfour's, you know. Yeah, uh, including yourself. Including myself. I, my wife worked in the decorating room. You that's know. it. Yes. And... Uh, Good times. Yeah. And it turns now, out I read a statistic the, the other day that it, it's something ridiculous, like sixty or seventy percent of people meet their partner at work. At Balfour's, really, <laughs> at Balfour's, yeah. But it's like a really high. It's percentage. a very high. Well, it's where else are you going to hang out? Well, right? that's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. Well, the hours to night work and that. Yep. Oh, yeah. Betty anyway, there were uh, <laughs> there, there the were uh, two apprentices there. One was called a lady, a girl. One her name's Elner. 
She was a port supporter, but oh, get rid yeah. of her. Okay, yeah, anyway, but never mind. Anyway, and they were Terry, you know, they were apprentices. Anyway, they finally got married and uh, yep. they went on to finish their time. And they now uh, run the Semaphore Bakery. And oh, Semaphore. no way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, still Family in, business. they're still in the baking business. Yeah, and they make the best pie yep. in Adelaide, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Semaphore Bakery. Yeah. Where's that on, in Semaphore? Semaphore Road, just okay. along from... Oh, the, it's on the left as you go into the beach. Is that yeah, right? So, yeah, yeah. It's on the right going oh, down. Okay. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was the yeah. other way. Semaphore. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I work on that up. side of town, so I might have to hit that up and oh. uh, check that yeah, out. Yeah, and they make beautiful stuff there, you know. Excellent. They both worked in the decorating room, yeah. you know. So so you worked there for a while, but then you got promoted, but you got promoted in quite uh, strange circumstances. Is that correct? You, you were telling me just before. Is, yeah. is this after you secured the deal with the margarine guy? <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, Jim does great business yeah, yeah. with our clients. Every, every one of our clients. <laughs> yeah, is promotion a... time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so you said there were two guys going for a job, a big job in Balfour's. Oh, a yeah. A supervisor yeah. Oh, job. that was uh, another time. Uh, uh, the manager was leaving, the production mm. manager was retiring, but there were two people wanting to uh, get the job, you know. That's it. And uh, the boss didn't happens. know who to give it to, and uh, anyway, he decided to give it to me, <laughs> the production manager. And you, I, did, you didn't want the job? I didn't want the job. I was happy uh, doing product development, as they call it, Des so Baker, you know. So he's got two people breathing down his neck saying, we want this job, we want the promotion, we want this job, yeah. we want this and opportunity. Was, yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, you know what, I'm not going to give it to either of you, I'm going to give it to Jim. <laughs> yeah, mm. Give it to Jim. He, he gets our clients. He gets he gets anyway, to get I got on well with those, yeah. those two people, you know. Yeah. The names are Jim and Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and uh, one run the cake bakery and the other run the pastry bakery. Yeah. So it Keep made my separate. job a lot easier. Yep. Yeah. 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 They just do their bit. Now you said you were in product development. I we haven't mentioned this, but yes, Jim, big we, revelation. We, we are sitting with royalty. Yeah. Made the first footy pie. Yeah. I was involved with uh, a chap called Ian Gilmore who's passed away now. Mm-hmm. We did the first footy pie. Made the first footy pie. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. That's that's surely that you, you're up there with the you know that makes you a South Australian <laughs> hero. I think it? Jim's just, a South Australian icon. Yeah, because they still be make an icon, they still it? make the footy pie. Yeah, they still make yeah. The I bought pie. some last week. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. have to buy them. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but but other pie companies have kind of copied it too because they do footy pies. You can yeah, even four and twenty a, does a footy. Yeah, pie four now. and twenty do a footy pie and show. You, Obviously, Baffles had the idea first, right? That's so. What was your idea with the footy pie? How did it come about? The well, the pie? idea of the footy pie, I actually I didn't really have the idea. Oh, here we of go. The, uh, footy pie. <laughs> I just uh, put it together. Yeah, kind of like yeah. how we stole the, our idea. The reason from the it's, dog. O- it's oval is a footy. Yes. And uh, down the centre, you've got the like the stitching of a like laces. Of a ball, you know. There you yeah, go. Yeah. So uh, yeah. we had to work that out, you know, just on the bench, you know, and get this thing to. So your job was to invent products for Balfour's. Yeah, to, to put them on machinery. Okay. So, so you yeah, took the idea right. of having an oval pie, which is already kind of established, and you said, "Well, if we put laces on it, we can say it's a footy, a footy pie." Yeah, that somebody came up with the idea of footy pie, and you and we had to put it on the put machine. on the laces. Got it. Yeah, oh, we had to it. make it. Yep. That would go on the machine. So did you make any other first products? Like, did you, in product development, were there any other... Oh, yeah, there were lots of things came yeah. on, you know. Any failures? Lots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lots of... Yeah, we used, we used the, to get... the feces pie didn't sell well. <laughs> yeah. We used to get a lot of ideas from the staff. Okay. For ideas, and we used to take them along to a meeting. Like, oh, we got a fried yeah. fish pie that we've got, <laughs> been left in the... Uh, but, not a big uh, market for dog meat pie. Uh, just... Uh, <laughs> But uh, there were one, uh, anyway. Now nah, tell it, Jimmy. Jim's like, I'll, oh, I should I'll tell the story. He's going to tell the story. We'll decide if it makes the final cut. Yeah, it might be censored. <laughs> it'll, make one. It'll, it'll make it, yeah. <laughs> no, this, uh, I had to take this suggestion along to the meeting, you know. Okay. And I was a little bit uptight about taking it because I wasn't very good at pronouncing this lady's name. Right, okay. What was... Her name, or do you not want to say? I can say it, yeah, I can say it. And she wouldn't mind, because she, t- she took a joke, you know. Yeah, okay. And her uh, name was Pam Cobbledick. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough, that's enough. That's, that's enough. So you've got a Cobbledick pie. <laughs> no, this was a... 
this was a suggestion. She was going to make a mint chocolate fudge. Right, right. And she had it green, and I had to take it along, you know. So I took her along to this meeting one day. Right. And uh, at the end of the meeting, David Walkup says, any more for the meeting? And I said, yeah, I've got uh, a suggestion here from one of the staff. Mm-hmm. And he said, who is it from? And... Uh, so I had to use the name. I said, Pam Cobble, go, Cobble, Cobble, Anyway, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Walker pronounced the name properly, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, So did you stutter because you were trying not to laugh? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But uh, one of the other uh, managers started laughing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that made it worse, you know. Gobbledick. Uh, and, and Poor Pam. Poor Pam. Anyway, Dame... Uh, David Walker kept a straight face, you know, but I, I said, you know, just then I just hope Mrs. Fuchs doesn't put in a suggestion. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had a lady called Mrs. Fuchs in the decorating room, you know. That's right. My mum was telling me, because my mum worked for Balfour's as well. She got a job through gym. She worked yeah. on the yeah. phones like in customer service or whatever like early in the day yeah and as, she's al- like, as always happens is get the, it, the whole family working at one yeah that's company, right because yeah. my uncle worked there your son um james uh worked yeah, there as well worked there, yeah and yep. that's right so and it's like awesome a, as brother-in-law there you go roger you know so yeah family business yeah yep. <laughs> um but uh, mum was saying there were some real funny names on the floor and she'd have to call them you know when they say oh we've got a phone for and uh she said there was one called mr uh Sick-a-Dick. But she actually she she says suck a dick. So. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, can we get suck name? a dick, cobble dick, and Mrs. Fox to the office? Thank you. Yeah. We're all going to cobble. Anyway, for lunch. Yeah, yeah, that's people don't get offended lunch. that you know because uh, they're uh, nice people. Oh, I'm sure they're. No, I'm, I'm sure they're lovely yeah. people. Yeah. I'm sure they're great people. Anyway, uh, do you want me to? Explain? Yeah, mate. Yeah, keep going. Anyway, really uh, this is this is Jim's comedy gold. Like this is one. Jim needs his own podcast. Oh yeah. Anyway, Mister Jim remembers. Just as podcast of you just recounting stories the, of then, things you anyway, could get away with David Walker was meant to go on a, a tour to Dusseldorf okay. to a bakery mm-hmm. exhibition but you couldn't go so he asked if I would go in his place so you, you're off oh, to wow. Germany now yeah okay. it's a six week trip you know go to Germany <laughs> six gonna, weeks I'm yeah. thinking like a week trip for like you know anyways all over Europe and Scotland oh but you got, they got a lot of cobs yeah. over there this is yeah this is <laughs> anyway <laughs> and England and that anyway yeah we went to Dusseldorf and I had to go with uh, the engineer yep. because we're buying machinery. So was this a bakery convention? Yes, a 10-day convention. Because I was, I was at a convention for my work two weeks ago and um, the, the best thing about the convention was the food. Yeah, always so the food. I, yeah, it's always the food. So I imagine a bakery convention would just be yeah. you spend the whole day sampling different food and then you know they got the catering on top of that it would just be outstanding it would be the best mm. convention ever yeah, yeah. anyway we're, we're there and uh we're on this uh machine and len the engineer he was chatting up the girl he was, oh, here we go. He was oh, single and I, I was single at two at the time oh you know? here we go oh they would have had a ball in the and, uh, six week out. trip to Europe. anyway he said to this french girl which was in Beautiful looking kettle, you know. Yeah, we he said, we... look, you want to come to Australia, and you can stay. <laughs> you can stay with me. Hmm. So anyway, I left it that. We did buy this machine, by the way. Yeah. You know, <laughs> she <laughs> sold it to him. Yeah, yeah that's right. Make, it makes all the balfour's top sales, top plate sales pies, mince pies, and uh, yeah, took them to cops. <laughs> took them to cops. Yeah, and uh, bon anyway, a few weeks later, oh, probably about three months later. Oh no! Oh, here we go. <laughs> Uh, the engineer came to me and he was looking pretty pale and I said what's wrong with you Len he says remember that girl I asked to come to Australia well she's just landed at Adelaide airport (laughs) (laughs) and he said to me will you take her to live with you and I said no way you're the one that opened your mouth you know oh god Len anyway David Walker but had a spare little cottage on his premises and she stayed did. there for a while. And did she get a job working at Balfour's as well? No, I don't know. She what. got a job at Cobbs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> and anyway, uh, anyway, 
She only lasted there a while, like, and yeah. she, she did end up staying with Len. Oh, did she? She found out, yeah. about, the, she found out about the frog cakes and left in outrage. Yeah, yeah. she's like, this couldn't is couldn't believe that this so I don't know, been... I don't know what happened after that. Oh, there we go. That's yeah. amazing. What a great story. Tell us more about your trip. You must have got up to Oh, something. that would have been so good. You trip. must have got up to some Six shenanigans. Six weeks of just travelling Oh, yeah, we did, actually. I, got, I went home... For the weekend, yeah. long weekend in Scotland, you know. Oh, you went back to Scotland, of course, because it's so close. Yeah, because we were buying, uh, had to go to Edinburgh. Mm. Yep. Accent. Yep. Yeah. Ed- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Accent, please don't. Hey, really anyway, uh, <laughs> yep. had to buy sports, machinery there, trovers the and that, you know. Yeah. Double D, it was called, you know. Oh, the Double oh, D. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's called Double D. That was <laughs> the name yeah. of the... Hang on, was it, is this another restaurant where you took the margarine salesman? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That was the name of the company. Oh, okay. They made uh, those provers, you know. That's where they prove yeast, like hot cross buns and all that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, everything yeah. rises at Double D's. That's, <laughs> their, that's their slogan. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, that like, was a good trip. You oh, know. good trip. Yeah, oh, very mate. good trip. Imagine yeah. that. Just being like, look, the big boss can't go. Um, mm. Whoever's on the floor, Jim, we promoted you for yeah. no, no apparent I reason. I just love the level of trust. It's just, you know what, you can go. Six weeks, Dusseldorf. Yeah. And also, who can't make a six-week cake convention? I'd be like, yeah, sorry, I've got to go. I don't but care. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great opportunity. Yeah, one day we did go, uh, we decided the weekend was, was flying to Paris. Oh, as you do. Company had the Diner's card, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so Jimmy's so responsible for Balfour's debt. Maybe that's why they went broke. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's... A- anyway, uh, yeah. we flew into Paris, and uh, but coming back, we hit a, a real bad thunderstorm, you know. Oh, here we go. As yeah. we were coming down. Throwing up the, the And that was bad, you know. Mm. I was hardly able to keep the scotch from spilling, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, coming in, you know. But anyway, we got back and we're, when we did get back to Balfour's, David Walker said, what do you go to Paris for? Mm. I said, oh, just uh, to see if there's any new lines. He said, did you see any? He said, no. <laughs> <laughs> so so he's, he's seen the receipt of where you've gone. Oh, he's like, yeah. yeah. Oh, let's see what Jim's been up to in Dusseldorf. Oh, oh what the hell? And also, also <laughs> oh, I love yeah. the excuse because like, Paris is probably the most, in terms of in patisserie and baking yeah. terms, I'm assuming Paris is probably the most famous city in the world. Got all the best pastry chefs. And you will say, oh, why did you go to Paris? Oh, you know, to see if there's any new new ideas, any new lines. Anything? Nah. <laughs> nah. Nothing, nothing happening in Paris. Jim saw a few yeah. lines. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, anyway, uh, <laughs> I left oh, it there, you know. Good time. So, yeah. so you wrapped up in Balfour's. You were, you were still working at Balfour's when I was a, a young lad. Um, how old was I? You're still I was, a young was, lad, Dan. Oh, thanks, mate. You worked there until about 1998, didn't you? Uh, Ninety-seven. Okay, so nearly thirty years. Ninety-seven. Yeah. Year the Crows won the grand final. Okay, don't go on about yeah. it. Yeah. I'm sorry, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, talking about well, I'm going back to football. Tim Jennifer worked at Balfour's too. Mm-hmm. He worked for Port, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. do you know who that is? Yeah, he's Portman. Oh, I don't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, he used to be the captain for Port. Yeah. But uh, he never did play for the Power because he was just retiring about that time. Okay. Anyway, he's still doing football yet, as everyone knows in Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah not me, apparently. And uh, <laughs> anyway, I played in a football match with him, against him. Oh, they, really, Jim? Yeah. Jim? Excellent. See, Gibbs, Balfour's took over Gibbs. That's right. Gibbs him yes. a go. Hashtag. Yeah, Gibbs him a go. We did a big episode about Gibbs and yeah. the Gibbs pies. They're really hard to find now, but yeah, you can still but get them. Allegedly, uh, they still Mr. have their Gibbs. own recipe, you know. Yeah, they've yeah, got their own right. recipe. Because, yeah. Interesting. Because I won't go into the, the details. Because produced the Gibbs pies, right? I think just, they just, produced just, the Gibbs pies out of the same under, factory. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, That's yeah. right, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we played that football together you know yeah incredible <laughs> just a fun game you know yeah yeah, yeah. Good and stuff. he was working for gibbs at the he, time and then no he was uh he played for gibbs that day but he wasn't for balfour he was one oh, of, okay he was one of the buyers yeah 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 so yeah. it was so it was like a gibbs versus balfour's like you know yeah. charity, match. charity <laughs> match yeah that's yeah. such a cool thing that's a, such a great idea that's so, so south australian yeah, yeah. you, you wouldn't have a balfour's versus villies charity match though would you that would get that would get oh could get a better rough we did yeah, have yeah. A, a bit of a Punch up at uh, the start of the second half, you know. But, oh, but, yes. But was uh, all planned, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. Stage, stage fight. It was stage, yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, he's got more. Come on, Jim. So you've told us about Cobbs. He's got Cobbs oh, written on his oh, list. Oh, yeah. Well, I can go like the... Oh, mate, tell him. Anyway, I decided after a few years I'd grow a moustache. 
Oh. Right? Why not? He's still got it. Yeah. Like just for anyone listening, he's still got it. Yeah, anyway, it's still a different colour now. <laughs> this was but, the but 70s. While I was growing this moustache, this Italian woman kept checking with me every day. And she says, mine's just grown quicker than yours. Oh, yeah. But you've had that moustache well, at least since I was born. Like I've always, oh, yeah. I've always known you with the moustache. I've never seen That's you without right, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have a, we have a picture of Jim. We'll, we'll go see it after. Yeah. Um, uh, baking a cake for a hospital, and it's a, he's got a full black moustache. It looks so good. Outstanding. Yeah. Which I don't know what happened because I certainly can't grow a moustache as good as Jim. Yeah. It's just yeah. Yeah. My dad always had an outstanding moustache until I was probably about twelve or thirteen, mm. a whole childhood, you know, young childhood, and I can't grow a moustache either. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't Must know skip a generation. Yeah. It did well, wait. Must. If it did, it, then I would be able to. Grow yeah. Well, maybe. It's, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's anyway, a, yeah, yeah. It's because of the hormones in chicken. Mm. I did get picked up for speeding once on the way to work. Here you go. Yeah, on the bicycle. That was yeah. <laughs> I, I was on a bicycle actually. <laughs> yeah, I passed, I passed this police car. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, anyway, the siren went on, and he came and he pulled me over. Right. And he said, I "Had a good a gully breeze at my back. It was coming from Anley, and this was in the early days." Right. And. Uh, he pulled me over and asked where I was going. And I said, I'm going to work, you know, at Balfour's. The donut section. <laughs> he didn't like that joke. <laughs> <laughs> yes, anyway, he said to me that, you know, you should be wearing a, a crash helmet if you're doing over 15, I think it was miles an hour. Yeah, right. Then, oh, you know. Right. But uh, Jim's anyway, strict. he let Jim. me go, you know. Okay. He let you <laughs> go, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. And yes. you, yeah, all you had to do was slip him some vouchers for some free uh, free donuts, some, some mm. free donuts, pastries. Yeah, yeah. Nice girl, yeah, yeah. You were telling me just before Tom got here um, about a story. You nearly got fired from Balfour's in the early days, oh, so none of this would have happened. Yeah, that was when I just been there a few weeks. Mm. Uh, my wife, she she got hepatitis, mm -hmm. and she had to be put in to uh, where where is it now? We'd, Hampstead Road, Hampstead okay. Centre, mm -hmm. you yep. know. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyway, they, try, they said that I should stop working there, you know. Because they don't right. want someone who's coming to because, contact with right, yeah. hepatitis right. handling okay. food. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 Anyway, I asked them to uh, contact the doctor and he said, no, no. He says, all right, as long as uh, have you, you wash your hands, you know, and that. Yeah. Everything's yep. all right, you yep. know. yep. And uh, so I was kept on, but... Uh, yeah, lucky. Yeah, yeah. very Ooh. lucky. Yeah, I might have caught it from there too, because uh, the locker they gave me was a chap that was off right. with hepatitis. Right. When I, yeah. when I first moved in, and my wife used to wash my whites, you know. Yeah. So right. yeah, you've, you've put your clothes in the locker, she's washed them and got hepatitis. Yeah. yeah so right. I'm sure the standards have slightly improved since then. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. There's no <laughs> yeah. more frying fish in the kitchen above. No, that's right. That's right. No, no, yeah. no, no more riding motorbikes <laughs> through the factory floor. <laughs> no yeah, more flicking it. icing. Well, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah. No more punch-ups with gears. Yeah. Your grandfather, uh, he was involved too in part of Balfour's. I didn't know this. Yeah, he was uh, Father Christmas at the picnic at Christmas. Oh, what? Um, yeah, yeah, Gordon. Gordon, yeah. Yeah, so my, my granddad, who yep. I call him, my yeah, grandfather. Yep, yep. Father Christmas, yes. He would have been a great Father yeah. Christmas. He would have had a few cans before, I believe. Yeah, yeah. it was hot one day and he had to lift his beard, you know. Yeah, to, to have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, good on him. No, That's but, brilliant. Oh, isn't that great? Yeah. It's so good. Look, Balfour's, for me, it really has always been a part of my family as mm. a true South Australian, obviously because of uh, Jim and my mum and my uncle. Mm. Yeah. Great-grandfather, as I'm now just finding out. And it's for, for many South Australians, it does have that connection because we are a small, well, relatively small city. Yeah, for so sure. Everyone it's Australia's kind of biggest country town. Yeah, everyone kind of knows someone who's worked for Balfour's. Yeah, that's right. They did have a, a big turnoff. One year, mm. there were 600 worked there when I worked there. 600? Yeah. Jeez. And uh, they had a full turnover of staff one year. Jesus. Yeah, you know, wow. Because people wow. just came for a job. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they yeah. just probably get workers. something yeah, and, they, yeah. and the packing. And uh, Ken Cunningham's father... He worked there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he oh, was yeah. in the packing and yeah, right. he was pretty strict <laughs> with the staff, you know. 
He didn't put up with any bull jokes. No, no, no bull jokes. No frying fish. No frying. <laughs> yeah. No going to Cobbs on your lunchtime. Um, well, favorite uh, favorite Balfour's product. My yeah. favorite Balfour's yeah. product is. I do love their pasties. I, I love yep. Balfour's pasties. Yeah, yeah, they um, But if I had to say my favorite product, yeah, probably the pasty. Yeah, okay. Just just yeah. the plain standard part. Pasty. I'm I'm gonna be controversial and I'm gonna say um the beef cheese and bacon sausage roll. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Do you know they make over 250 products now? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's insane. So it's insane. There's so many products to choose from. Yep. Uh, it sounds like we're promoting Balfour no, after, <laughs> after slagging them off for but, an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but their food's great. So no, they, they do have really good food. What's and, your favorite Balfour's yeah, product? Yeah, Jim, all-time favorite. Well, I used to have a pie every day. <laughs> so, so you'd have a pie every for day lunch and, and, work and there. for the listeners, he's a picture for of health. He really is. How old are you, Jim? Macrashels. Three. Yeah. Is, is yeah. that good? Yeah, that's yeah, that's how yeah, old are you, Jim? That's, that's fine. Seventy six. Jim seventy six. He looks insanely good for seventy six. Yeah. Like I still uh, buy Balfour spies, buy yeah. the frozen ones in there. Yep. I have about three a week. There you go. It just goes to show it's genetics. It doesn't matter what oh, you're there you, go. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a pie every so, day. What's your favourite? I would say the pies. The pies? Yeah, the pies. pies. Yeah. Yeah, the pies. And of good. course, uh, I used to like the trifles. Yeah. Trifles. Were they the ones in the small yeah, container? Yeah, you should make trifles. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Jim yeah. makes a mean shot. If you ever get a chance, one of Jim's eclairs, we got to get you on one. Okay. They're yeah, yeah. I like myself. The I best do enjoy a chocolate eclair. Oh, yeah. I make them quite regular. Yeah. I make them for the bowling club I'm in, you know. Brilliant. Oh, Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I made 100 uh, last week, actually. 100? <laughs> yeah. He does. He just pumps them out. Jim's still baking. Yeah. So. I make apple pies. Uh, you make the best apple pies. I make about. Eight to ten a week. And did the bowling club, you know, give you a discount on your membership when you turn up with all these pies? No, and stuff? no. Because I was no. going to say, if you I just get more members, if, you, if you're good at something, <laughs> never do it for free, right? That's right. No, no which, I, which I, is why this podcast remains free. <laughs> no, I take, I take a couple in every Saturday. Okay. Um, <laughs> we started with one mat on the Saturday. Now we've got three. Okay. okay. So yeah, it's okay. One, so it's working. So you're building, <laughs> you're building the community with your spirit. And One pie at a time. That's what Balfour's has done since 1853. They've built South Australia on pies, parsley, sausage rolls and cakes. However, and don't forget the, uh, the frog cakes, of course. In two, are you going to need more stories, Jim? Or can I move on? No, I'm just uh, only another one. Okay, come on, give it to us. Oh, hit, well, hit this was... Uh, <laughs> I just love how he's got written up the top of this page. Cobbs. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> and a drawing of two boobs. Yeah, a drawing of two boobs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a smiley face. Uh, and a dollar sign for the sales he made. Yeah. God. What's uh, this? Anyway, I'll have to get a breast of things, you know. <laughs> uh, no, uh, anyway, this was chap, one of the engineers. Uh, he was here, and one day I seen him uh, in uh, Kmart. Okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. the next day I seen him at the factory, and I said, Oh, Dennis, I seen you. And came out yesterday with your mum. And Dennis says, No, it wasn't my mum, that was my wife. Oh, oh no. Oh, so, oh Dennis. So that, that wasn't very oh. good, you know. But, anyway, but what made it worse, she got a job at Balfour's. And she worked as. She did avoid. I avoided her more than she avoided me. Oh, so good. Uh, she was a lovely lady. Oh, my God. Jim. So was Dennis. These stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These anyway. stories have been fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing them. Thank you. Yeah, it geez. really shed a light on my grandfather. Yeah, that's... A, <laughs> I love I, how it was just a bunch of lads working and just having a good yeah, time. Yeah, like I said, it sounds exactly like the, uh, the recycling plant. It really does. Work, yeah. But you left in 1997. Coincidentally, I don't know, with mm-hmm, Jim's leading, mm-hmm. leaving, uh, Balfour's hit tough times. Ah. Who would have thought... Uh, so margarine sales, margarine supplier <laughs> went right down. So um, in 2001, uh, they had to approach the South Australian government to provide new funds for a factory at Dudley Park. Uh, okay. They relocated and remained Balfour's. Um, but in 2008, they were still struggling uh, and they were bought out by another family-owned uh, South Australian food manufacturer, San right. Remo. Yep. They purchased it and from there they've just kind of kicked off again and things have kind of picked up stream and they're, okay, they're doing all right. So, so yeah. 
also manufacture the so because San Remo make the they're, uh, they're South Australian pasta. Yep. Yeah, so, so they make it at the same factory. Look, it's we? it's a South Australian iconic brand that still remains in South Australian hands, and that's awesome. Something we should really be proud of. And uh, I just love this hat. And I, I just think I'm just going to keep. Wearing <laughs> yeah, it well, we got to stick a picture of the hat up there. I it's think. such a great hat. Yeah. Um. So you know what? Since the brand, uh, I'm just reading off their marketing thing now. Their their um slogan is still Balfour's baking people happy since 1853. I get it because it's like making people happy, but baking people oh, happy. I didn't get Genius. it. Genius. Went yeah. over my head. So that's the story of Balfour's. Mm, that's awesome. What a great story. Jim Miller, product development, maker of the first footy pie. We thank yep. you so much. And we'd sit here and eat a frog cake on, on, on the recording, but if you know anything about podcasting, just chomping, eating noises are not great. Yeah, um, so we just prefer those slurping noises. We'll just go with the slurping <laughs> beer noises instead. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you all for listening. Um, if you do like the show, please like, rate, review, subscribe, whatever people need to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, once again, thanks for Jim, our third ever guest on the show, for sharing your knowledge about Balfour's and all the best places to go see some boobies in the city. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, get out there and get yourself a pie. Get, get, have a pie. Yeah. Just have a pie or a pasty. I love the Balfour's pasties. Yeah, or a sausage roll. Oh, a sausage roll. I prefer a Billy sausage roll, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. Not their pasties, though. I prefer a Balfour's Ooh. pasty. The Balfour's pasty have the good good veggies that are a bit harder and all cut up and mm-hmm. like that. So Interesting. Yeah. So... That's it from me. All right. What else you got, Tom? No, that's it. It's been great. Jim, thank you so much. And Anything you want to add? Chocolate of Not really, no. Also, thank you for... Jim, do you know what a podcast is? A what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have a laugh. Have a lol. Add it's a lol. We hope you all had a lol. A dad a lol.